Welcome to Dogsthorpe Infant School Launchpad. Eddie has his paw excitedly poised over the launch button and he has some great guests waiting to meet us. So just sit back and enjoy the show. This is your captain speaking. We've been cleared for departure. OK, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Listening to Launchpad, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Podcast. Our first guest on Launchpad today, he's called Chris. He's from Chatter. It's lovely to have you on the show, Chris. It's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me along, Dave. You, you've got a wonderful resource. I, I found it on the web called Chatter. Could you explain to our teachers and our parents that are listening what exactly is Chatter? Chatter is all about talking, and it, it's it's a way of helping children to develop their vocabulary and their language skills and their and their confidence as speakers. So with with Chatter, we, we have software for children, for parents, for carers, and for teachers. And our software makes they're kind of talking postcards. It links pictures with words and we found it really strengthens children's language skills. So so Chatter is simply a way of using photographs to help children develop their language. So, so it's a bit like um, if you was doing history, you would have pictures from history, or if it was if it's literacy, something from for a writer or something. Exactly that. So, if it, if it was history, we would make a storyboard with the sequence of the events, whatever that would be. Henry the Eighth and his wives, or the Battle of Hastings. We use pictures as cues that the teachers teach through, and they can plug. Well, our, our software will just work on their screen. It's browser-based and tablet-based. If it was science, we might be explaining a scientific experiment or process. If it's storytelling, it's a narrative, or in early years, it's something as simple as um the events of the day what did we do today in the class well we had our snack we had a story we did our reading and then we put our coats on to play out and we 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 use photographs to connect with the way that the the children remember things and and think and we work with nursery schools primary schools and secondary schools and what we find is that the pictures really help children Um, remember it helps children who might have barriers to learning so maybe difficulty with short-term memory or dyslexia it helps children with um, English as an additional language and anything that's made in the classroom can be shared at home so the parents are involved as well they can have our software and and make stories and we just promote more interaction and more talking. How how many schools uh, have taken this up Chris? In the UK, we have around 100 schools, largely in, in Yorkshire and the north where we're from. We've got a few in London. Um, we're now in Wales and Ireland. And internationally, people use Chatter for learning languages. So we, we do have numerous schools in South America, in Malaysia, in, in, in Spain, in Scandinavia. So it's, it's used for different things. So I, I suppose altogether maybe 100, 150 schools. How does it actually work? We have an app and we have browser-based software. 
So our app is in the App Store and the Google Play Store, and it's called Chatter Learning. And anybody can download this um, free of charge and make their own account and get to grips with how Chatter works. Likewise, our um, browser software can be found in, in all the main browsers at app.chatterlearning.com. And teachers, again, they can make their own account and, and try it. If a school wants to use Chatter, we would provide training and support and resources and work with the school towards their development priorities, whether, it, whether it's language, whether it's literacy, whether it's supporting children with additional needs. But our, our software is freely available. As a, as a company, um, the more the software is used by schools, there is a subscription and we do offer training, but anybody can try it and and see it and there is a there's a completely free version a version, a version for, 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 teachers for teachers who want to who use want some to of use the um the wider features and resources it's packed with content and our teachers can get um like a self-funded version for i think five pounds a month that they can um they can subscribe to that's fantastic if if um a school and i know that it's it's all about what's on offer and and how how big the school is i guess but if a, a school like dogsthorpe infants with 270 pupils wanted to to take on chatter what in mm-hmm. a ballpark figure what's the sort of money are we talking about it would depend on how many classes are using it so we would we would chat to the school leaders and find out what their priorities are and let's say if it's early years and we're working in the in the nursery and early years class the subscription cost is 300 pounds a year per class so some schools will pay 300 pounds a year if the school expands the use of chatter and they want it across the school that would that would reach 2000 pounds a year but that that includes training and support and we review the progress our, our, our schools make every term against the objectives that the head teacher and school leaders are looking for so we make right. sure that we're delivering on on the impact they want to see chatter chatter can do a lot of things so we really if, if, if people are taking it off the shelf that's all fine but we'd, we'd much prefer that a head teacher or school leader says well these are my priorities how how can chatter help and we'd, we'd work on um on a project together and that, yeah. that 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 would be the same whether they were paying for one class or, or for 10 how long have you been going chris with with chatter and and in, in in education i've been a teacher 30 years and i've been a primary special needs um coordinator and a special school teacher my, my experience and qualifications is in teaching children with autism and maybe four or five years ago i was working with a, an autistic boy who couldn't speak and his mum brought in her mobile phone and says, look at this, he's, he's been choosing cakes a lot in the in the cafe. She showed me lots of different cakes on the screen, a, a, a Dundee cake, Battenberg cake, Victoria's Bond. And um, this boy started to speak using these pictures. We had been using symbols. So I started to use this in the class and I learned how to add sounds. And really, the link to, to speaking just became something that really helped a lot of our children. So I was able to raise money to build the software and we launched chatter in hall where i'm from with 500 families early years families in with the aim of getting more stories more interaction more language and um we've kind of grown from there in our first year in this in this project 
um, the number of children achieving or exceeding their uh, um, age-related expectations in, in speaking increased by 40%. And we got a lot of parental engagement. So um, we had a number of families that, that weren't confident with literacy. And they found that, that using the chatter stories, they were really able to interact with their children. Some of our best work came from a, a guy who lived by the seaside in Bridlington. He was a fisherman. And he, he, he was dyslexic, he'd never been a reader. And he could tell the most amazing stories of journeys out to sea and the rods and the bait and the fish, the fish, fishermen's tales. And he put them all through chatter with his children. He came into school and he was just full of life and excitement. And it, it's like the stories are passed down from generation to generation and books absolutely cement that. But the verbal story, the oral tradition, and that, and that's where we've resonated. So that's... That's my journey. I've seen something that's worked in the classroom, and we've just we've just been able to expand it. We've raised money from um, the Northern Powerhouse Investment Fund, which let us make the software. And my main joy from my work is working with children and families. So I spend most of my time in schools demonstrating how to remove barriers to learning for children who who may not have the language skills or confidence. And I think people that have have been able to bridge that gap between home and school, have, have, have found real success. And our kids are resilient. I think sometimes we do worry an awful lot about the disruption and challenges they've faced. And we are, a lot of us now, on a recovery catch-up type of plan. And I, I really feel the teaching profession and the governors and the school leaders and the teaching assistants can only be applauded for the resilience and flexibility and adaptability um, and for the heroic job that we're doing. And with, with Chatter, we've been really proud to partner with, with, with our schools on, on their direction. Chatterlearning.com, folks. That's where you need to go. That's where the, that's the springboard for this. Chatterlearning, all one word, dot com. Chris, thank you for your time today. Um, if people want get, to get to you, I'm guessing the website is the best move, yes? The website is fine. And they will be able to contact us through that, or they can email hello at chatter, C-H-A-T-T-A dot co dot UK. And like I said, anybody who wants to have a play and look and explore chatter for themselves, we've got lots of um, ways to help families and children and teachers and teaching assistants really make make a start with it. So, we're, you know, we'd be glad to be in touch with anyone. Amanda Peddle has got some great resources for you. So, Amanda, it's lovely to have you on the show. Hello, lovely. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for you and Eddie having me. Uh, Amanda, what do you offer our listeners today? So, I have worked with children and families for the last 21 years. And through that work, um, I've developed a program which teaches children uh, the brain and body science around emotion and emotional responses. So what I have found, partly because of my own journey as a parent, I, I have a 27 year old who is autistic with ADHD and a whole host of associated mental health difficulties. So partly through my journey with her and partly through my journey from a teaching assistant to a specialist consultant, um, I've been able to develop a program where children get to learn how their brain and bodies communicate emotions, and for children, that really can take some of the shame and the stigma out of that 
emotional response because you know we, we've as a society we, we've created this idea that some emotions are bad and some emotions are good and children you know actually the, what our brain does is it responds to the unhelpful things to keep us safe so getting children to understand that at an early age can really help take some of that shame and embarrassment out of those feelings and make it easier to talk to um, and over the years that's turned into a little set of children's books and we have training packs we train teachers and staff and parents to um, use the resources in class you can read the storybooks at home there's a set of three books um, the books are about a little boy called Pam who runs off into the wood in a temper and, uh, and he bangs into a tree and he's very upset and um, he meets a sloth called Hetty who helps to soothe him um, so it gives the idea that the trusted adults are a positive role model and that it's okay to have feelings and over the course of three books she teaches him why the brain recognizes things in our lives how the emotion is made what that can feel like in the body through tummy aches headaches and pains the tingles we get everywhere and heart rate breathing and then what are some of the things we can do about that how we can use our adults to help with that and how we can use other people and ideas we can have to be a bit nicer to ourselves when we do have some feelings that are uncomfortable so that's sort of developed really and now we have a whole range of things so we have an online family program we have a level one teacher resource pack we have a level two training program and you can just buy the books and enjoy them as a family we work with a toy company called keycraft global and we buy their sloths from them and they very kindly allow us to put our labels on them um, in the second book we worked with the sloth conservation foundation in costa rica and um, they provided some of the sloth science for the back of the book and um, every time we sell a sloth we send a pound to Costa Rica to help with their sloth conservation program um, so that ties in really nicely for schools with their wider world and their nature and, and that um, side of things as well we also now have a range of plushies so we work with a company called Giant Microbes um, and we have little miniature plushies of hearts, lungs, tummies, brains and neurons. So they make up a pack and they're nice and visual, they're nice and tactile for children and they're very popular with the younger readers. Um, and so um, you, can, you can have a pack of those to go with the books so that the children can actually see the body part associated with the body and see where that comes from. So some of the things that have come quite by accident, my, my training is not in early years. However, we have had a lot of early years services using these books with their staff and they are, they are just summarising the pages for the kids using the images because they are nice and bright and colourful mm. and the writing's written on a, on a colour blue which is really really good for visual stress so we worked with a colometrist to get the colour right um so that my daughter's autistic she was diagnosed with Erlen's but actually she's light sensitive so it's visual stress rather than Erlen's but this particular blue is the most common one so yeah, so, so that's progressed to there. So in the early years, we're looking at developing a set of flashcards with some of the pictures and some of the language, but keeping it really, really basic. 
and um, and I'm working on a level three therapeutic delivery program as well so that you can come at this from the whole idea was is that through doing it through books and encouraging that love of reading we could maybe try and bridge this gap between my service my one-to-one -one service um bridge the gap between health social care education and family because we don't really have that anymore no Those services that bridge because they got cut because they're not cost effective and they work on soft outcomes and people don't really want to invest so i work with generic schools that where there is high need and high pupil premium so they can buy me in and we can do this work uh, and i needed to you know i was really passionate to try and turn what i was doing into something where we could cross over all four areas you know so yeah. we had um she has written the neuroscience bit in the third book so she explains how the neuroscience attached with what i'm doing um is really important so it is bringing that sort of therapeutic trauma-informed um educational model into a way of being that, that a family can read a book as a family grandparents children whoever it can be used in a classroom and it can be used in a therapeutic setting and it, looking at then you're creating a language that can cross all of those three things so i have a website at the moment it's uh, inside out osyp and that will give you a brief overview of the one-to-one -one work and the stuff with the books um we're going to be doing a whole new one next year if you want to look at the products there's a shopify shop and they're on amazon so um and they're on kindle as well so if but you know i think what people don't realize is they are on kindle and they work out a lot lot cheaper and if you're on tablets and things at home i think a lot of schools provide tablets now and you know so to be able to get them on kindle is a is a lot easier way to get kids engaged with them well that's it for another week folks Captain Dave and Eddie will be back again soon with another launch pad. They'll have more great guests, more places to see, and more interesting things to share on the learning journey. So, until next week, be kind, be respectful, and always remember to dream, believe, and shine. <laughs>